What's going on, everybody? We're back with another food and beverage department podcast. We are your department heads, Harris David. My name is Ruben Dominguez. All right, man. Not to start out on a bad note, but we got some bad news real quick. Both Harris and I have talked about food trucks and pop-ups at length in the past couple episodes. And we I've just noticed that something pretty bad happened to uh, a few places in Orange County. And they're our neighboring county, and they got good food over there too, man. Like, I don't spend a lot of time over there, but I've been to a couple places that I would like to frequent again. And it turns out that in the past couple weeks, there's been a few robberies at some of these food trucks and some pop-ups. Most recently, it's been at one in Garden Grove. That truck was called Taqueria Azteca. They, this guy made off with about 250 bucks in cash. And this, this uh, husband-wife team who runs Taqueria Azteca, they've been hustling on their grind for 14 years. They immigrated here from Mexico with their kids, and they started off with one truck, and they got four now. Unfortunately, one of their trucks in Garden Grove was robbed, and they gave a description of the guy. They said he's about six feet tall, and he's 40 to 45 years old. He's a black man, and he's 250 to 300 pounds, so this is a big boy, you know? And when you roll up into a truck with a gun, you know, not too many people are going to say things to you, but... Apparently, uh, this truck was at the recycling center on 10751 Westminster Avenue, and it was targeted September 30th, so at the end of last month. They've also, this same guy has also hit a produce truck. You know what those are, right, Harris? Yeah, yeah we get one. Yeah, the they rolled out by my house. Produce truck, other pop-ups and other trucks this guy's hit. He took off on a, in a silver Jeep. I think that's probably the biggest giveaway, is if we can find the vehicle, we find... The person who did it. Truth be told, everyone's out there on their grind, man. You and me, Harris, we're we're working. You know, we, we go places, we do things, but, you know, we earn our money. We earn our dollar. And it's unfortunate that something like this uh, has to happen to such another hardworking family. For for $250, man. I mean... That's nothing, dude. Come That's on. nothing. So, food, food community out there in L.A., because, I mean, this, this isn't an isolated incident, obviously you said. This, is, this has happened out here. Um, so yeah, man, food community, taco truck community, you know, let's, let's pull together, try to find this dude. And, uh, yeah, look, I mean, look when, okay. And I don't want to make it sound like, you know, these people don't work together or they're rival trucks or anything like that. But you know, if there's one truck, there's usually multiple, you know, in very few cases, there'll be one, you know, taco pop-up or, or a taco truck or it doesn't even have to be tacos. It could be a burger truck or anything else. But if it's a good location, it's a good location. And regardless of, you know, who shows up, guess what? There's usually more than one. Now, you've seen it happen, Harris, because I've seen it happen, too. You know, at the different festivals, whether they're music or beer or food, if one truck is in need of something, they'll go knock on a door because guess what? Those guys are their buddies, too. You know, they've had conversations. They know each other. They probably park at the same lot. And guess what? Just like the beer community we talked about, the camaraderie. Exactly, exactly. These guys help each other out, and they all know what how hard it is, and and what it takes to, to run one of these trucks and to operate and and make a, and turn a profit more than anything, and so they're willing to help each other out. And in this case, I think, it's going to be, not necessarily the food truck community or anything like that, but it's going to be people coming together to help each other out to to catch this guy because yeah, he deserves vendors, uh, yeah, patrons. Us, I mean everyone. You know what I mean? It's they that's just, what I meant by you know food community. Like we, uh, as people who frequent these taco trucks, like we are, is we are a part of that community as well. So let's keep an eye out. Yeah, and let's let's keep an eye out. Let's let's you know. Hopefully this guy gets caught. Hopefully he gets what he deserves, and uh, we can go back to enjoying good food without fear of being held at gunpoint. Yeah. All right. So we're moving away from that, but still sticking with the, the same theme of tacos <laughs> now harris i bring this up because i love this joint and it turns out that the united states department of Agri agriculture is recalling taco bell's seasoned beef over a possible metal shavings contamination <laughs> this is crazy now 
it's nuts, man, to think how much meat they're recalling. It's a lot. It's a lot of meat. Millions of pounds, right? 2.3 million pounds of I meat. I can't even imagine. It's crazy. And it's how a, many football fields of meat is that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're talking cows, that's like a No, no. Forms, if you're a layout... No, I'm scared. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So this has affected 21 states, uh, most mostly in the Midwest, Southeast. Oh my God, I can't speak today. Southeast. Yeah, Southeast Midwest, Southeast, and Northeast. So we probably won't have any contaminated meat over here in the West Coast. But nevertheless, this is sad news to hear. But we're glad that the uh, USDA and uh, their inspectors are on it. And this all came from an Ohio-based manufacturer. And it's undetermined, you know, what got in and everything else. But they just want to be safe. And I think it's, it's, it's good for everyone to be safe about it. You know, the irony of these 21 states affected throughout the Midwest, Southeast, Northeast, these, these are probably those states that made Taco Bell the best Mexican food restaurant in the country last year. <laughs> Do you remember that story? I remember that story, and it was and sacrilegious. The outrage. Yeah. Oh, and God, I know you said me? you love Taco Bell. I, I, I dig Taco Bell. You I know? thoroughly enjoy Taco I, Bell. Uh, the occasional stop at Taco Bell after a night's out, and maybe even sometimes just, just randomly, uh, right? Uh, you know. Yeah, of course. And I have two Taco Bells like in equal distance. I'm like in the <laughs> middle of two Taco side. Bells. Um but yeah, dude. <laughs> That's hilarious. no sympathy. I mean, yeah, look, it's hard. I really got no sympathy. For it's hard to, to feel bad for them when, like, they got apparently the Mexican food market cornered in the U.S. But I start with that story to move on into uh, a small topic of fast food. Harris, do you like fast I, food? I have one more note about Taco Bell. Okay, yeah, bring it on. We're still on. To- we're no, still on topic no- here. <laughs> My opinion on Taco Bell, I feel like. Everything on that menu tastes the same. like it's it's the same thing. It, well, they it's, use the same ingredients. It's the for same thing with a different texture. It's the you know, for lack of a better word, is it's Taco Bell mush. So it's, it's either meat, soft, a crunch, a soft, mild crunch. Yeah, you can add Fritos to your mush. You can add a tostada shell. You can add a gordita to your mush. You and hey, apparently now the there's a new cream? texture yeah. of metal shards. Metal, metal shards. Yeah, you can get some real crunch in yeah. there, right? That crunch will last all thirty bites. <laughs> <laughs> Take out your your. Teeth fillings. Oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, that's, you know, I, I, yo, I love Taco Bell. Yo, much. I, I really love do. Taco Bell. I love Taco Bell, but I will stop short of calling it Mexican food. Oh, no. It's fast food. Sure, it's fast food. I'll give it credit for being pretty damn good fast food, somewhere, but I would somewhere not Somewhere Gustavo it, Arellano is like, his ears are ringing. It's, it's fast <laughs> food is what it is. It's just like I'm not going to call a fast food burger a, a great burger, but- Hey, listen, man, we all have our own defining opinions, but uh, staying on the topic of fast food, Harris, what do you got, man? What are some of your fast food staples, dude? What are your go-tos? Ooh, fast food staples? Uh, I I grew, I, I I spent a lot of time in college eating a lot of fast food. I think all college kids did, um, dude. I, I still am a sucker for Jack in the Box tacos. Although they're they went up what twenty cents now they're a dollar nineteen for the pair. Yeah, I've never understood <laughs> that craze. Like, cause my buddies were like, "Yo, the Taco Bell or Jack in the Box tacos," and I'm just like, "They're not that great, man. Like, they're not filled very well." So How I don't know. Dare you? I look. I get them. I tried them, but I'm also not like that's not my go-to. But yeah. All right. Else, what else you got? I ooh unpopular opinion in it. Well, not not so much. In and out French fries suck. Can we oh, agree no, on that? We can definitely agree on that. McDonald's French fries? McDonald's French fries are top notch. Okay. So I guess I think it's recently I'm on this fad of not doing fast food because although I do live in a food desert and that's really all I have, where I work and where I play, quote unquote, like there's, there's so much better food out there. So yeah, I mean, I guess on the way home, Jack in a Box. Dude, I can't. I can't. It's hard to beat a McDouble. Oh, are you kidding me? I live off of McDoubles for a while. For a while. <laughs> Let me tell you the story. There was a period of time not too long ago where, you know, I, you know, we, we all have peaks and valleys in our financial lives. But for a for a moment, it's been a very long valley <laughs> for for me, you and me both. So for a while, uh, I knew that I can go to my local McDonald's and get almost six items for five bucks. And that was a pretty sweet deal. So 
Those McDoubles, man, I have a special place in my heart for them. I do. Since we're on the subject McDonald's real quick. Okay. Do you remember when they were trying to do the build your burger with like the Angus? Yeah, it was like some gourmet yeah. uh, angle that they were taking where it's like, you can choose your own bun. Choose what kind of lettuce you want. Choose the cheese. That I blame the, the I, those ideas on why our McDoubles are now $2 and change when they were, well, you know, a dollar. Yeah, yeah, well, well, no, they're wasting time and effort and resources on making those gourmet on making burgers. these gourmet. Bro, no one is going to McDonald's for a gourmet burger, a McSalad, chicken wings. Like, no, man, just we want your, like, just make the whole menu your dollar menu. Like, that's what we want. That's what we <laughs> that's want. Just, I guarantee those are their biggest sellers, too. Right? Oh, yeah. It's because what? Their markup's like, what, 300% on every I can't every remember item? the last time I looked at the regular menu. I don't either. Do I they don't even either. still have the numbers? Like, is a Big Mac combo? Yeah, that's still they, number they have one. Still? That's still number one. And then, like, whatever, quarter pounder. is They have those combos. Yeah, you can still order by the numbers, I'm sure. But Speaking of the quarter pounder. Bring it. What uh, else we got on the quarter pounder? Yo, when I, when I was younger and, you know, just getting out of that... Um, a happy meal phase, you okay. know. Usually, yeah, yeah. You, you know, happy meals. Then you get the cheeseburger combo. If I remember correctly, my jump into the adult menu was straight double quarter pounder with cheese. Are you serious? I went from <laughs> I went from happy meals <laughs> to straight to up big boy straight menu. Up to, yeah, I and this wish. was like in 2000 when the Olympics were going on. They had the little peel off thing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was winning. I was winning a lot of free. Uh, Double quarter pounder. Oh my geez. god! I wish I would have. I wish. Here's the thing: you laugh. We laugh at that, whatever. But I wish I would have found out about the quarter pounder and the double quarter pounder a lot sooner than I did, because I went from Happy Meal to Big Mac. Okay. And let's face it: the Big Mac is all bread at this point. It was mm-hmm. probably all bread when I started eating it. I just didn't know any better. So, I would look at the at the quarter pounder, and I would look at the double quarter pounder with disdain of like, how come I've never tried that? But I always had I, my go-to was always a Big Mac. Like I never veered from a Big Mac, and like I eventually did. And I was like, "Where has this been my whole life?" Have you done the hack, the uh, McDouble hack? Uh, you've told me about this. Explain it. Break it down for uh, our audience. You order McDouble, you, no no ketchup, no mustard. Add Big Mac sauce. Yeah. I've never ordered it, but I know what you're talking about. So it's you turn a, a McDouble a, into a Big Mac with no third with bun. With no third bun. Yeah. Um, you, I guess you can ask for the shaved lettuce, but you know, just, you know yeah. if you didn't know, that's right. Yeah, there's poor man, poor man's Big Mac right there. And what they don't charge, they never charge you. Oh, they for, charge, they charge you like thirty cents for the sauce. That's for the okay. sauce, yeah. But the beats bidding, buying a five dollar Big Mac, right? They're five dollars. Something like if, if you buy, okay, it's <laughs> it's really funny because they make it so where like it's not worth it to buy just a sandwich. They want you to spend. Like a dollar more or thirty cents more, and you get the fries and the drink, because at a certain point you're like, why am I going to spend that much on just a sandwich when for sixty cents more? But see that, yeah, dude. That's but you cannot. You. you don't need it. You don't. You don't. You really don't. You don't really need McDonald's if we're I, breaking it I down. I feel like I feel like it's super empowering when they're like trying to update, upgrade you, and mm. you're like, no, I'm good. Like you sure it's only thirty. It's only thirty cents more. Like no, I I am good. Thank mm. you. Hey, you're a man who knows what you want. You know, you can't blame me for that. <laughs> Cannot. Let's see. What uh, I if we're sticking on McDonald's for a little bit, their nuggets are fire. I love their nuggets. I love ordering way more McNuggets than I need, so I can get all the different sauces. You know how they limit you? Like you only get like one sauce per like five piece or something. I work like at that? a McDonald's where those people do not care. Yeah, but they always, like, trip on it. They're like, give you one. I know. I realize people don't care. Like, it's whatever, quick service job. But, like, you do only get one per. I mean, yeah. By, yeah. Technically, you're supposed yeah. to. So, so yeah. What folks I, at my McDonald's on Crenshaw, not to blast you guys, pff, homies, they don't not, like, pff, what do you need? Yeah. yeah. Bad no, full that's of them? The what, do you, yeah, what do you want? That's, <laughs> no, that's the truth. Most places won't care. But what I do is I order way more than I need. And then when I'm full, I save some whatever, and then guess what? Next morning, nuggets. <laughs> do you save the sauces when you're like if if you have an unopened ranch or whatever you get? I probably do you, save, do you bank those? I probably have sauces from like the 1990s in my refrigerator. Yeah, yeah I bank them. Away, I bank them. Of course, I bank them. I bank. You still got that Szechuan? Sauce from the OG Mulan oh, movie release? Not OG, but remember <laughs> when they did the reissue? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went out there. I got some. I remember you gave me one. Yeah, and I, I, I think I went across 
the street here to Ralph's and got a chicken a chicken strips. <laughs> I, I, so I remember that. So day. I, can, I remember. Just so I could eat it. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Not, not one of my brightest moments. No, Szechuan sauce is fire, though. <laughs> I'll I'll stick with that. Uh, let's see what moving on. What what other fast food you grew up with? Uh, for for us, it was a lot. Of, it was a lot of Taco Bell. It was yeah. right by it was right by our house. It was, you know, it was the it was I think at the time it was like the cheapest option. Okay, that makes perfect sense. See, I wasn't raised with Taco Bell. I was raised with McDonald's because we'd go to the swap meet, mm. and then on the ride home from the swap meet, we're passing by the McDonald's. But Taco Bell was always one of those things. I think my parents, mostly my mom. Was like that. That food's crap because yeah. you know they, how do they call that Mexican food when she's at home <laughs> slaving over a, yeah. a hot stove making Mexican food? So I I didn't grow up with it, but I did have a cousin who like I don't know maybe twice a week they would they would go to Taco Bell and I would always be like, Yo, dude, when are you gonna go and invite me, man? <laughs> Take me with you. And I don't know why, but I always loved the Mexican pizzas. Oh, those are fire. Those are the, I still order it to this day, dude. Those are those are fire. I remember going, you know, we'd go through the drive-through, and Taco Bell would never they like speaking of skimping on sauces, mm-hmm. they would skimp like we'd order you know enough food for a family of four, and they'd give us like four packets of sauce. And I remember my job was once we pulled out of the drive-through, my mom would park, and, and I would inside. jump out, and I'd run, I'd run into the dining room and grab like a handful of sauces and and run back outside. I'm like, yeah, I got sauces. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, it's not just McDonald's that skims out on sauces, man. <laughs> but like now, now when I get talking about banking sauce, now when I go to Taco Bell, they give me way more than I need, and I end up like banking them. And now I, you know, I have to clean them out every couple weeks. Speaking of banking, I didn't think about this, but in my office, bro, like you've seen this, you're laughing because you know what I'm talking about. I have a giant plastic bag of sauces that I've banked. It's not just sauces, but it's ketchups, it's McDonald's salsa. What is the most underrated? What do you think is the most underrated, like packet? Like you know, or not maybe not underrated, but dude, I wish I had a packet of blank right now. For me, I think it's soy sauce. I'm gonna, or the you, chili I'm gonna give you a very unpopular opinion right now. Give it, honey. Ooh, that's solid. Honey, honey. Like if I had a packet of honey right now, it'd be in my mouth. You'd be hearing all kinds of noises. Ooh, what if someone walked down the hall with a bag full of Popeyes biscuits and you're like, Dude, guess what? I got. I honey. wish I had honey. Yeah, but honey is a snack like on itself. Like normally, like by itself, like if you're sitting at your desk doing some work, you you know you just crack it open a little bit. You don't open the whole thing. Yeah. And then you just stick the end in your mouth and you just that, suck, that is chew very, on it, suck on it for a little bit. You get to measure exactly how true. much you want in your mouth, how long you want to keep it in your mouth. Honey, dude. I would just bank it for that one instance where someone's like, yo, Popeye's biscuits. I'm going to walk through here one day with <laughs> like, just a bag full of biscuits, dude. Yo, speaking of Popeye's, is their chicken sandwich back? Remember they had like ran short on all supplies nationwide? I honestly, I do not know. I I think... As a society, we've moved on. <laughs> no, I haven't. I, and I haven't bothered to go check. I'm just waiting for the word to go back. I should. I have one right by my house, man. Yeah, I have so do I, but it's, it's okay. always... It, it was packed before the chicken sandwich craze. No, mine, mine's packed, but it's... Okay, it's really close to my house, but it's out of the way to get to. Like, I'd have to take two streets that I normally don't go down. So geographically, like, if you're looking at it on a map, oh, yeah, that's really close. But physically, because of, like, dead ends and there's, like, a wash that runs through, so I have to go over a bridge and stuff, like, it's kind of a pain. It's a chore to get there. So I just avoid it. And and that parking lot you, sucks. They make you earn it. They make it. you earn it. But that parking lot sucks because there's nothing but speed bumps everywhere. Like, just pulling into the driveway, you get two, two bumps, two... I, it blows my mind. I'm getting mad just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes me not want to go to the Popeyes. Don't go. I'm, I have it. <laughs> I have it. <laughs> but I will say Popeyes was one I didn't go to quite a bit. And that Popeyes, that that building where it's at now, before it was a Popeyes, it was it was closed for a while. But it, before that, it was a Pioneer Chicken. And that, yeah, that, uh, pi- that pioneer chicken. Oh, I can, I can still pioneer. Are we still have going to a pioneer chicken, chicken on Century over by Hollywood Park? Is that and one still a, there? No, nah, dude, that whole area is changed. I mean, it hasn't been there for yeah, a long okay. time. Okay, because there's still one in like East, deep East LA. Yeah, there used to be one here off of like Olympic and Fairfax, and that one's gone now. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, pioneer. They and, turned and, that one. Is that that? That's that prime rib spot or the barbecue spot now, right? 
That Pioneer Chicken? The one you said that was right like down the street from here? No, no. You're thinking you're thinking, thinking of Top Round? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That, that's no, that's it? not it. Okay. This spot was over by that Shakey's. That weird San Vicente, that four Fairfax, five Olympic. star intersection. Yeah, it's, like, it's there. It was okay, there. Okay. Oh, it's a Starbucks now. That's damn, what it is. Damn it, Starbucks. Starbucks. Thanks, man. Jesus, <laughs> Starbucks. <laughs> I will say, I will say this. Whenever you and they've done a great job of branding, not in name or logo, but any Starbucks you walk into, anyone doesn't matter. They all smell the same. Have you ever noticed that? No, I have not. Okay, well, n- now because I said it, I don't know if you care or not, but anytime you go to one, they all smell the same because I think what they're supposed to do is like at some point in the early morning is like overdo a pot of coffee or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so the whole place smells like a burned roast. That would make sense. Yeah. And so like that's their branding because, you know, I guess smell, pretty powerful sense. I don't know why the first thing I think of... <laughs> I walk into Starbucks is uh, a kind bar. Uh, no, unfortunately <laughs> not. It's a uh, a sanitized bathroom. <laughs> oh, dude, it's a yeah. It's the combination of pee and someone attempting to clean it. Uh, well, maybe I mean, it's, it's better again, than man. Just I don't pee, live right? in the best neighborhood, so maybe that's what it is. It could be. It could be. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I've... sorry. <laughs> Anything else on fast food you want to drop? Uh, no. Some gems? No. no. Anything else that we'd left off that uh, you'd like to talk about? No. We're, no. Yeah, we're good. I like that. All right, dude. What's up, man? I, over the weekend, I went to Smorgasbord. Uh, All right. All right. Now. <laughs> I I know what Smorgasbord is. You know what Smorgasbord is. But for those of us less fortunate who've never gone like i know what it is i've just never been yeah describe it for us heaven <laughs> that's a that's uh. a good way that's a good way to talk about <laughs> so it so every sunday from like spring to fall which at, is like the perfect time to yeah, have these right? outdoor kind of festivals um it's an outdoor food hall open um, air open air it, yeah. it's at the row in downtown or uh, dude right across from farmer boys on alameda oh, First of all, Farmer Boys, man. That's another place. I think that's another place that doesn't get enough credit. Um, but yeah, dude. So they take over this uh, this freight courtyard thing. Is it been converted from something, or is it just what it always was? Dude, honestly, it's just this huge courtyard, where, like where these warehouses meet, and just they open up into this huge open air area. Okay. Um, and every Sunday. From 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., it's Smorgasbord, and all these dope restaurants or pop-ups take it over and sell their food. And dude, it's popular. Like, if there's there's a there's a beer area, there's Mexican food, there's chicken, there's vegan. Like, dude, everything, everything, everything. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, it's pretty. It's it's a dope spot to go to with friends and. You know, share stuff and just try to hit as many of those stalls as you can. Um, Is this place like family friendly, kid friendly? Like, can you bring your dog and stuff like that? People, uh, yeah, people do bring their dogs. I just, I, I'm hesitant to bring my dog around food. I think it's rude, but you know, whatever. It is what it is. People take their dogs. It's a, it's, it's pretty crowded. So it's not necessarily exclusive for adults. Like, it's not like one of these festivals that we've seen, and it's like, yo, oh, not at all. Okay, this is, this isn't. This is a real. It's not. A, it like doesn't a, really have a festival. It's it 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 feels more like an outdoor Grand Central Market. Oh, okay. If you just, if you just only the yeah. restaurants, you know what I mean. All right, all right, all right. Um. So yeah, we went. We we went a little crazy. Uh, my sister's visiting from San Francisco, and uh, we went. We went just where she wanted to go while she was back in town. That's cool. And uh, so yeah, we hit up a bunch of spots. Split up, split up bites and. You know? I love sharing, man. I love sharing because. You go to some of these places, like, especially a food festival, you want so many different things, and you clearly, like, you can't eat everything you want. But with the help of friends, everyone takes a bite, and then guess what? You can try different, more different things. Until you find that thing that's, like, really good, and then you kind of have to, like, sneak away into a corner and be like, I'm not sharing this. I got to keep this one for, <laughs> I gotta keep this one for myself. I know what you And mean. there were a couple things that I did want to do that way. All right, hey, listen, by all means, I think that, I think that honestly, when you find that, that's that's a gold mine. Oh. Like when you want to keep something for yourself, like that's that's when you know something's. Well, really here's the good. thing, man. You're striking gold at all these places. 
Yeah. Well, then how do you know when you find what the thing you want to keep? You'll know. <laughs> so let me just go down the list real quick of you know what I indulged in. Uh, we I can't wait to for my mouth to water. Go for it. Every time I go, I I I, I walk past Big Ma's, and it's mozzarella sticks, and you know I mean. You go to TGI Fridays to get mozzarella sticks, right? But I don't think people know what these sticks compare the these, two. Yeah, these are the never frozen. These are, dude, these are just the best kind of mozzarella stick you can order. And I mean, there's there's no other way of describing the cheese pull on these, the crispy breadcrumbs, the the their marinara sauce. But you can get I ranch, th- but yeah. I, I'm passing the ranch, going straight for marinara. I like that. Now, um, but let me also bring this up: the size difference from what people think having their a picture of their in their mind of a mozzarella stick. That's the biggest thing. So for a minute, they did have the huge, the huge one, yeah. right? Because I I've had them at Coachella. Yeah, and they were gigantic. They looked like a breadstick. Yeah, they looked like a breadstick, but it was you bite into it and it's all cheese. <laughs> but no, I got, we got the regular. They're, I mean, they're a good size. They're maybe. Five inches long. Okay, it's a good, it's a good size mod stick. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's 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 a quality over quantity thing with these. Of course, yeah. So that's yeah, right a, off the right off the bat, uh, right off the bat, we got some walking mozzarella sticks. I like that. It's something to walk. It's something to walk and and, and take a look Munch at some on, other things and you're eating little greasy fingers. You know, it's a great way to start the day. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been getting, like my friends have been telling me about the Chori Man, and San Pedro. Chorizo, interesting. Handmade, you know, just handmade chorizo. All right. And uh, they had a they had a stall there, so two dollar tacos, man. Can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. Red and green chorizo. Um, wait, wait, wait. Green? Oh yeah. Explain this, because now uh, this is something I've never even heard so or seen. It's their uh, Tolucan green chorizo, and it's made with poblano chil- uh, chiles. Hence the green. Like, the green, the, the yeah. Green it's just a different the green color. color. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's it's you do get that that aroma of a you know a green chili smells a, different than a red chili. I, I don't know how to different. explain it. It just it's a it's a lot fresher. That's exactly. I, actually, you just I think took the word green. Out of my mouth. Yeah, green is way more fragrant. I think. Well, not I think. In my opinion, yeah. green is a, is a lot more fragrant. So you do get that fragrant green chile smell. It looks cool, but yeah. So the green one, and then they have their uh, Zacatecano. Red red chili, so which is more the more traditional, the red um, color made with uh, guajillo chiles. Ooh, man. Um, Anything so yeah, dude, they grill that up on your on the flat top. Um, the only thing that I wish, and I don't know if their spot does this, but I really wish they had handmade handmade tortillas. They don't. They're coming out of the, the bag, but yeah, you, sometimes you got to make do. Yeah, right. Know? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I'm not. Well, let me ask you I'm this. Mad at it, but, yeah. but dude, it would have been a million be? times yeah. better with a with a fresh tortilla. Uh, is there? You said they're out of San Pedro, right? Yes. And if we go to their spot in San Pedro, do they have handmade tortillas? That's there? what I I don't know. I want. I, okay. I'm, I'm down to investigate if if you're down. Hey, it sounds like we got a road trip to San Pedro <laughs> coming up. So uh, so yeah, we got a we got a a, a gaggle of those. Okay. Took them sense. down. Good size. Good size taco, man. Very very uh. Very uh, generous with the with the meat servings, two chiles or two salsas I should say a red salsa, and then they had a they had a green it was a chunkier uh, a chunkier salsa, and dude it was it had the sweet I think oh, I want to say it was like nopales in there it was it was a really good salsa, um, so yeah we paired them up, devoured those, and we moved on to uh, let's hear it. I posted a picture, okay uh, yesterday. On my Instagram, Hungry Harris LA. Check it out if you guys want to see what this guy ate. Love Our Burger. And the name of the restaurant is called Love Love, Love, Love Hour. Okay. And it's hour like the time, H O U R, burger. And it's a uh, they do the smash burger. Now oh. it's, it's it's becoming a more. I mean, it was always a thing, especially at like diners, but do the smash burger. They take their ball of you know it isn't a patty going onto the grill. Mm-hmm. It's a ball. It's a meatball. And they take their, uh, they take their, uh, their meat, their press, and they just smash it into the grill, right? Just that's how they flatten it. So yeah. it's not flattened, you know, so by that, hand. Yeah, or so else. It's, it's flattened on the it's, grill. It's flattened with the, with the meat press on the grill, and dude, you get these caramelized edges Ooh. on the edge of your patty, and it's literally, it's literally a thin like pancake of meat that they put into this nice soft potato bun. Oh man. Um, 
Is it one of those American that, like, cheese? The meat just, sticks out from beyond yes. the bun, and it's oh, like yeah. falling everywhere. Yes, oh, the coarse, that coarse feet, like look of just like, <laughs> just meat just coming apart. And yeah. then it's always cool to see like a burger so big that the bun can't contain it. But then again, it's yes, it's white, but also remember, it's super. It's like paper thin, mm-hmm. so it's all crisp. It's it's a great burger. I remember they hooked us up at Coachella. Oh, that's cool. Um, they, you know, the stall that I was working in, we were just exchanging food back and forth and. That's got to be pretty so, awesome. The love hour. I have a special place in my heart for you guys. I love you guys. <laughs> but it, the, the, again, dude, like, or not again, but another thing is it's a simple, super simple. Mm-hmm. It's great bun. The patty, which is amazing. Dude, American cheese, just, dude, it's gooey cheese. And that's really all you need. I mean, they Was have that, all That's the, all four ingredients? That's it? Just I mean, cheese, you can bread? Get, you no, can no, get but Thousand I'm what you on have. This, on yeah. this one, yeah. literally, that's all we got. That's all you need. All you need. If you don't need to sauce it up or give it a different flavor or something, if all you yeah. got is with contained within that, that's that's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, we got the single. I mean, you can, you can go all the way up to four by four. I mean, oh, you can probably man. order as many patties as you want, but on the menu, they go up to four by four. That's crazy. Um. So, yeah, we you know took a couple bites of that each, and we moved on. Um, it seemed to be like a taco theme. It was oh, I know why. It was October Fest, okay. which is they they do a lot of themes at Smorgasbord. Uh, some they, ice cream alley sometimes they just have a, a bunch of ice cream vendors. That's cool. But yeah, for this they had uh, a lot more taco vendors than usual. They had a special michelada over in the beer garden. Um, but yeah, dude. So we moved on to Cinevegan, which is for me it's a, it's vegan tacos, vegan Mexican food. Um, for me, it's it's a wait. It's a you talked you talked about this place earlier when you went to Vegan Fest, right? The Taco Fest was it? Some place? No, that, that was that was another spot. That okay. was um. Well, I can't think of it. Uh, the uh, Vegetinos. Vegetinos. Okay. Yeah. All, right, all right. Probably just as popular. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, sorry to distract you. But no, no, you it's know, all good. It's all good. So yeah, Cine Vegan is one of those festival staples. They're always. It's it's either it's either Cinevegan or Vegetinos. They're on that. They're on the circuit. They're on that circuit. Okay. And we had uh, the carne asada, al pastor, carnitas, all plant based, of course. Yeah. Um, but dude, it's uh, of course it's their seasoning, it's their preparation, but it's their a handmade tortillas right off the bat, a plus for me. You can't go wrong with that. Dude, their salsas are. They are, and I talk about this a lot. Or if you if you've ever read my story, like my articles about salsas, a chef salsa. You've heard of a chef salsa before, right? Uh, why don't you break it down? It's so we got a taqueria. There's the salsa, or, or you know, they have their salsas. Yeah, but then the chefs have their own salsa. That's usually a million times hotter, <laughs> and it's it's usually just for them, right? Like in the back while they're cooking. Yeah, it's okay. for their food. Oh, right. and um, you can usually, you know, if you're cool, that you can usually ask for it. Anyway, the point I'm making is their salsas are hot like that, like a chef salsa. <laughs> like that. That's what you want, and they're tasty. They're made, yeah. They, whoever's making their salsas there definitely knows what they're doing. Making not only a super hot salsa, but damn it, they're tasty. Anyway, these are good, like three three bite tacos. Oh, all right. Um, again, dude, the handmaids are so, anything on a handmade tortilla is gonna gonna do it should do yeah, it. yeah look if if you're at a place it doesn't matter if it's you're at smorgasbord pop-up or even at a restaurant near your place but if, if they have handmade tortillas if they're going if they're taking the time and going the length to like prepare the masa and to make it there like they're taking pride in the rest of the cooking they're doing it's not just in at the telltale sign is the handmade tortilla definitely yeah speaking of hand, handmade tortillas as soon as we walked in I saw Evil Cooks. Oh, those are your homies, right? I wish. Well, I haven't met them. I mean, you've, you've, I've, I've you've, met you've, them, but like okay. it's it's like on a yeah, I've met them. Like okay. I say hello when I go order. Like all right, I, all right. you know, it's not. I don't. They don't remember me. <laughs> 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 but if you know, if eventually you guys listen, like you know, I want to be friends. Hey, um, shout but out yeah, to Evil, Evil Cooks. <laughs> Evil Cooks. They had their black trompo. Oh, now if you watched Netflix. Netflix's The Taco Chronicles. Yeah. There was a restaurant in Monterrey that did uh, the Black Trompo. Oh, and yeah. it's like they're, they're, that's what it's known for. Um, so it's a, it's a traditional Mayan technique of burning chiles to a paste Ooh. and uh, flavoring it with spices. Uh, so that, yeah, that burnt char gives it that, that black, that dark color, that yeah. black color. And then you just, you hook up their trompo of layering just thin mm-hmm. slices of meat. And, oh, uh, man. So, 
so they call it like their goth taco. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the theme. They have a theme, you know. Okay, it's yeah, a lot of evil skulls, cooks, evil cooks, mean, yeah. a lot of skulls. It goes um, with it. But uh, yeah, dude. So they had that going, and I didn't even know when I saw when I when I saw them in the corner of the courtyard. I'm like, oh. I was telling my brother, and I was like, they have the black trompo. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I'm no. like, do you guys remember the taco yeah. chronicles? <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah. That's and it. that was the last spot. No, not the last spot. Say like second to last spot we went to. Okay. And this whole time I'm like, man, I really hope they have it. Really hope they have it. I mean, they have dope stuff regardless, but I was like, man, I really hope they have it. And we get there and dude, it was right there in the corner. Oh, I'm like, dude, yeah. we gotta do it. Luckily we hit it when we did. It was already kinda almost gone. It was going to the end. Oh man. Like dude. it wasn't even black anymore. Like that's That's how much the, it, it cut off. Of it? Yeah. Oh man. So so we ordered two each. <laughs> Shared each. Was this the one that you got to yourself? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I messed All it right. up. Yeah, I there you go. To myself. And uh, the cool thing about, and I don't, and I, I'm not very familiar with the way it's supposed to be served. I know how I like it to be served, but a lot of times you get the straight from the spit to your taco, mm-hmm. slice pineapple, wrap it up, and it's good to go. Yeah. Here they slice it, let it fall on the flat top. And it sizzles on there. Yeah, I've seen them. I've seen them do it. And um, it gets a little, you know, get a little crispy edges. Of course, yeah, you get a little sear on it. So they, they, and I don't. Again, I don't know what the right way. I just know that I like it that way. Whatever. So it's hook up your tacos, slice the pineapple on there, a little salsa, and bam, call it a day. Again, handmade tortilla. Oh, you can't. Oh. Again, the, if you're gonna go if, through the, if you're gonna I, go through I the say? work yeah, you, of making that trompo, you better come at me with exactly. a legit handmade tortilla. It, I just finished saying that, dude. If you're gonna go through all the trouble of making a handmade tortilla, it just goes to show you how much more effort they put into making the rest of the food. And in this case, the black trompo doesn't sound like it's very easy to put together. Like you have to burn chilies to a paste. And then you gotta thinly cut all the food, and then you gotta slap it all on top of the trompo, you know? Yeah, I mean, anyway, to be honest, like up until recently, I think maybe even that episode of Taco Chronicles, I had no idea how that was made. I didn't know that it was a layer thing. It's like, a, probably more it's, to it than it's, it's, And there's it, probably it, more that we that you didn't even see in in the making of it. Like what go what oh, else I'm goes sure. into it? I'm yeah. sure. But uh, they all. What, what's cool is it they it's a. Uh, an homage to this spot. They went as far as getting permission oh, from the restaurant in Monterey, the place to, they found to, it, to do it. Oh, yeah, because I mean, I, I this is like their signature thing. You know what I mean? That's true. This for Not a while. Not gonna go ripping people off. Exactly, and so yeah, they 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 went out, sought permission. Obviously, they got it and they recreated this dish. And dude, I think it's real cool. I think it's really cool that these spots like this. It's a respect thing, and it's it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing. Of course, yeah. Look, it all revolves around food, the, and this goes back to what we were talking about earlier about those taco trucks getting ripped off. Man, it's you know we gotta look out for each yeah, other. We gotta look spread. out for each it's other. It's for the greater good, and it's all out of you know just general respect too. Like you're not just gonna rip someone's idea off, and if they're they're going as far as to like film it and put it on tape, yeah, you're gonna go back and ask like, hey, there's a whole other audience over here who would love something like this. Let's make it for them, but we need your help. Are you okay with it? Yeah. So That's yeah, cool. man, that was our trip to Smorgasbord for the day. No, um, uh, no desserts. They, uh, the rest of my crew got donuts from Donut Friend. All right. I'm trying to like lay off the bread. I had a bite of a creme brulee donut. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> you, <laughs> but you uh, but uh, yeah, dude. We also hit the uh, happiness teas or happiness based teas. Super hard. It's the ones if you if you look up the hashtag of Smorgasbord, you're gonna uh-huh. see all these pretty pe- pe- uh, pictures of people holding these jars of different color teas. Oh, okay. And it's that spot. And all dude, right, it's right. not only for the gram, man. These teas are delicious. They have seasonal. They do. Um, so basically, you 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 pick a base. My favorite is the orange and thyme. Yeah. And then you get, you can either put uh, a Myers lemonade, seltzer water. Um, or uh, or iced tea, and that you then they they mix it. I go for the orange time and seltzer. That's your go-to Call, combo. That's my go-to. But that's they also that. had a pomegranate. Damn it! It was a pomegranate. It was seasonal for the fall. Oh, okay. That my sister got, and dude, it was fine. No, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta yeah, go I gotta, back. I gotta go. I gotta go at least. You, yeah. I have never been. The the pro, uh, advice piece of advice pro tip. 
when you go, like you got to buy the jar. It's, it's, I mean, it's like a ten dollar drink at first, right? Okay. Um, but you get this, you get your the jar, and again, it's reusable. Yeah, yeah, it's a glass jar, and when you go back, there's a refill line. Oh no way! And there's no one ever standing in the refill line. So get the jar for the initial cost, and, and then and guess yeah, bring what? it with you every time you go back. And I'm there enough, dude. I have like ten of those jars. Then borrow just one, dude. <laughs> just because they change them, they're cool. I mean, That's you know. true. If they got a different design, you can collect them all, and then you can pour beer in them at home, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, you jump in that refill line, and uh, you, you, and it was uh, the cool thing is <laughs> you're getting your drink before before anyone. The else. thirty people in line because they you. don't have jars because they don't know. There you go. And just the looks and the looks on people's faces <laughs> as you, as you walk like, yeah, by. what's up. Just stand oh, dude, there yeah. refilling it and look at why you look at them. Drink three drinks. And I take my own. I take my own metal straw. Oh, reusable they, straw. Yeah, yeah. I take my own metal straw. Just don't get. There's that a lot straw. of stuff in it. Like you know, like orange time. There's like sprigs of time in there. In the straw? No, in the drink. Oh, okay. So yeah. if you're trying and then just drinking out of a jar, it's kind of awkward. Anyway, yeah, man. Pro tip number two: take a straw. Take a straw. Unless you want to settle for a stupid paper straw, which no one likes. No one likes paper but straws. They're the worst. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Save turtles. <laughs> but yeah, man, that was my trip. It was great. Perfect no, weather. No alcohol. No alcohol. Okay. By choice. Um, I, I I really went with the intent of getting a Michelada because it was a themed one. Right. But you know, like I don't know, it just wasn't. I was with my sister. She's not 21 yet. Ah, uh, yeah. You don't want to throw that in there. Not that it's a problem, but I don't need a beer every time I go. Of course, yeah. You don't need beer. You don't. That's one thing I've noticed is you don't need alcohol to thoroughly enjoy yourself. Oh, definitely. Yeah, alcohol, sure, whatever. It helps in certain situations, but you don't need it all the time. No. It's but good. I, and what's crazy is I've yet to have a Michelada there, and apparently Ooh. they have a really good one. With this place or just in general? Just, like just whoever's just in general. Like, yeah, right. they have someone there that makes them. Oh. Well, then yeah. that's something to try. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, so that, well, was, I'm that, looking, was, that was my Sunday. You said it's uh, a seasonal thing from spring to fall, right? Yes. So at a certain point, they're going to cut this off. Do you know when the last one for the year is? I don't. Okay. Well, I'm sure it's easily available online. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Look it up. I, I'm trying to get out there before the end of this year. You plan on going back? Oh, man. I'm down. Yeah. All right. You want to go? Let's, let's go. set a date. Yeah. Or just tell me when the next one you're going. Let's go, let's go this Sunday. Oh, dude. <laughs> 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 I've already got plans this Sunday. All right, well, see, there you go, man. You, you're not trying to make this happen. Oh, I'm going to be there Sunday. Man. No, I'm just kidding. Now I'm getting, like, food shamed. <laughs> but more importantly, speaking of food shame, uh, there's a new- Nice segue. Yeah, no, I'm trying. There's a- uh, Harris, I'm sure you've heard about this new law that uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom signed not too long ago about uh, school lunches. You familiar mm-hmm. with this? I am. I am. Okay. Well, Governor Newsom signed a law into legislation that guarantees all students, and this is elementary school, middle school, and high school students, that all students are going to get lunches regardless if their parents or guardians have not paid their meal fees. Now, schools, the elementary, well, I'll take all of that back and say that the school systems have changed the way their meal plans have been set up since the time I was a student. Mm-hmm. And I, unlike you, I was a product of LAUSD. Okay. I went to a smaller, a smaller school district, Lenox, Lenox school district. Yeah. In, in Lenox, right? In Lenox, of course, of course. Um, but yeah, dude, we, my brother and I, we had to pay for our breakfast and lunches all throughout every day. Or oh, was dude, it? every day it was a, like a dollar, a dollar fifty. Okay. Each, like you know, that's. It does, so it's, it's an inconvenience. Like it's not that it's a lot, but it adds up it's over an time. Right? Like, who, yeah, my mom had to come up with a dollar, what, what was it, three dollars every day, daily. And well, this is also back before you know credit cards were readily available, so everything was paper, cash, money, yeah. or coins. That, I would always go with just mad quarters in my pocket. See, oh, I dude, mean, and if I like wanted to do like flips and <laughs> like, <laughs> you'd have to worry. Oh, about dude, your I have lunch to worry money. about like, oh my no, my my yeah, lunch exactly, money. Exactly. And what's dude. crazy is. I don't. I mean, I never really thought about what happens to the kids that couldn't 
afford it or not afford it, but didn't have the money. Because right. it's not like it's not like the bell rang and especially in elementary school, my dad. It wasn't like the bell rang and it was like like all right, lunch. You run out like no, nah, man. It was you had to stand in the line. Yeah, like by the line. Right? You, yeah. you're 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 lined up out the door. Your si- your your sister, <laughs> your teacher would walk you to the cafeteria line. There was no like oh teacher, like, I don't have money today. I can't go to lunch. Like there was like no, yeah. it was. You were you were led to caf- to the cafeteria, so I I and I never thought obviously we're a young kid. Yeah, these are the kinds of thoughts you don't have at the time because you know you're not obviously paying attention to a financial situation yeah. when you're a kid. Those are things beyond you. But what the LAUSD had was a little bit of a different system where uh, I remember my parents reporting the income on a meal ticket application, and based on that income. They it was a tiered system where like, okay so, you know, since you fall into this tax bracket, this is how much you pay. And so when that fee was paid, I was issued a a booklet, a booklet. So like tickets would be torn off and Mm -hmm. I would have one for breakfast and I would have them for lunch. And so I would always that's always just what I knew is to take my my lunch ticket to school. Gotcha. And so, you know, I never had. The uh, I had never had to carry money like there wasn't money wasn't a thing for me in elementary school until junior high, because then then there was a student store and you could buy snacks and candy and everything else. But that's a different story. Hot Cheetos. No, dude, I <laughs> didn't live during the time of Hot Cheetos in school, dude. I never knew that joy. Well, anyways, um, this new law. Uh, so, like I said, uh, apparently they've changed the way they've done it because now there's a debt or something. There's like these students have debts that they've accumulated because they haven't paid for their meal fees. So I don't know what the new system has gone to, but clearly it's something where like you have to pay either daily or you have to pay to be in the system where you're provided, you know, meals. Now, the good thing that Governor Newsom has done is that he's signed this law to where now this kid's not going to go hungry because he hasn't paid his debt, his meal debt. Right. But not only hungry, like there's been plenty of stories where these kids are like embarrassed yeah, dude. By staff. And, you know, obviously there's good and bad guys out there, and you only hear about the good guy or the bad guys. But, but yeah, dude, there's a there's too many stories. You hear them all the time, dude. You hear about them all shamed. the time. There's this, there's this, okay, just recently, like, and I think this is the most famous one, this guy, uh, the guy who owns Chobani Yogurt. Mm-hmm. He just finished paying for uh, a bunch of school lunch debt in, like, the East Coast somewhere, in Pen- the Pennsylvania School District. And it was crazy to me that, like, it took a CEO of a company. No, I'm sorry. It was Rhode Island, the Rhode Island school district. And, like, it literally took a CEO of a company to realize, like, these kids aren't getting fed well or properly because they owe money. And this dude's, like, the CEO of, like, a food company. And he's like, man, this kind of sucks. And he stepped in and paid it for the, for the whole district. And it was crazy. There's another guy in Virginia who just paid for an entire uh, school district as well. Like he was raising he same thing like what you just said. He heard stories of these students like getting lunches at school and putting them back, literally putting them back because they couldn't afford it. Mm -hmm. And so he's like he said he heard multiple stories like that. And he's like, man, there's got to be something we can do. And this guy's a former Marine, dude. So he went on Facebook and he whatever started a fundraiser. And he thought like it'd be nice to you know raise a thousand dollars and then I'll donate it and then call it good. And in doing so, he found out that the school debt was four thousand dollars. And so, fast forward to when he he just ended the Facebook fundraiser, he ended up with seventy five hundred dollars, dude. And with those seventy five hundred dollars, he paid the debt for the whole school district, nice for like all the schools in that area. And so it's crazy, man, that like. You know, these people are they're doing good, you know, they're doing good things for the community. They're they they want these students to eat. They want these students not to have to like be aware, aware of what something costs to eat or something like that. Especially at at school when like if you're hungry, you're not thinking straight, you know? Right. But I mean, these are kids, man. Exactly. They don't need that stress. These are kids that have no control over what their parents make None. and and I'm not, I'm not, like, no one here, no one in that family is to blame, obviously. You yeah, know? I mean, look, circumstances but, uh, or whatever, all of that aside, like, a kid should not, 
have to think, oh, I can't do that. I, I can't eat. I can't, you know, have lunch because whatever this isn't paid but even a kid like a kid doesn't realize that they don't have that concept. they just exactly. know that i can't eat today because this lady's telling me i don't have money yeah and and the kid's like well why don't i have money they don't they don't understand they the economic yeah they don't that. understand the economic model that they've been placed in they just know they're in it and they don't it, it's not comprehensible for them they just realize like i guess i'm not eating and then they have to sit and watch their friends eat or something but there's also yeah. instances of like uh, some of these schools hand out different lunches depending on if their debts are paid or not. So, like, I don't know, you get a different lunch, and that clearly singles you out mm-hmm. among everyone else, and you're and everyone can tell, like, oh, that kid has to eat that because he hasn't paid. He gets the the cold cheese sandwich, yeah, or like celery sticks or something, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like it's, a you know, like, not to make fun of it, but yeah, I'm not. It it's, it's I mean, it's disgusting. It, it, it's, it's sad and it's a uh, disgusting you know, concept to have to force a kid through and. And as a public school system, like the LAUSD, at least, and I'm not, I can't sit here and defend it because I don't know the inner workings of it. But when I was a student, clearly things were different. And I remember specific school lunch ladies like really going out of their way, you know, for whatever reason, even if it was a kid who didn't have, you know, lunch tickets, this, whether or not the kid paid with money or not or whatever, like, I don't know, man, it's just a bad, a bad place to put any student in that situation and i just want to say that you know governor newsom is doing some really good really good things for for students in california yeah i mean i hope i hope there aren't people that are opposed to this i you know and i mean i'm sure there are that's clear you can make an argument for anything of course there's some you know dude in some back room (laughs) it doesn't have to be a dude it could be a lady and they're like thinking of reasons there why is, it's a lady. <laughs> <laughs> it very well could be, man. Uh, but I'm just saying, like that, you know, things like that need to start happening a little bit more. And, and you and me are, are pretty. We're very lucky. We're very fortunate in that we know what good food is, and we know what it takes to eat good food and make good food and stuff like that. And but it ain't easy, especially live like I. I live in a, uh, you know, in a, in in a certain area where. They, I mean, and they, and I don't know who they is. I don't know, but the powers that be make it very, very difficult to eat well. It's true, and it's a lot of it is you know just neighborhoods in general, and and where people want to open up restaurants or where people can, where they can afford to. But it all comes down to like, you know, what the circumstance that we're dropped in. You know, some of us are fortunate enough to change that or to turn that into something else Mm -hmm. for a child they're not and it just sucks that like they have to go through something like that when they're not through no fault of their own none at all exactly so it's just it's it's heartbreaking but it's good news to hear that you know things are being done about it yeah that's some great policy coming through yeah yeah, yeah, it's like a downer episode. To be honest. Well, I mean, but it's also it, it, like okay, okay, I didn't never finish my point of that story. I started. It just, it, I'm, I was trying to say that, like, you know, the public school system has, for the most part, been able to provide support for a lot of students in terms of education. So, you know, I never had to pay for textbooks until I got to college. I also never had to pay for pens or paper until I got to like I don't know high school maybe because. Everything else was kind of taken care of. And to me, it was a surprise that, you know, food, of all things, where you're going to have to be in a school for six hours, isn't provided. Right. And again, a lot of these things go back to economics and, and funding is a big part of it. So there, I also realize there's let's, things let's, beyond my control. Let's uh, let's not pretend like the money isn't there. The money's there. There's a giant being, surplus from what I understand. It's just yeah. going to the wrong people pockets man it's ending up in pockets instead of resources and it sucks but guess what man some of these some of these funds um i think i don't i would have been kind of and i think it's something we made i I definitely made fun of in high school is we never had like uh, i guess the, the generic term for it is home economics like i never had that class as an option like offered to me yeah but we did have something like it was like there was kitchens in this classroom. Like this whole classroom was full of kitchens. And I was like, oh, that'd be cool. I never, why didn't I ever, you know, take advantage of that? Or or how come I, that was never offered to me? And it turned out that like 
deep in some back hallway, some decision was made for me where, yeah, that wasn't going to be an option for me. Mm. I was going to be shown the instruments and I was going to be shown the garage where I can fix cars, you know, <laughs> where like, who knows, my life would have changed, ended up differently for a lot of people had they had their choice of stuff. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It just got really weird at the end right there, but, uh, you know, I'm just happy kids are eating, man. No kid deserves to be hungry. And again, through no fault of their own, they don't have a say in what families are born into or what neighborhoods or what what schools they go to, you know? Yeah, let's just hope this trend, uh, you know, a lot more governors start signing this, you know, signing It's true, on. man. And, and food insecurity is, is nothing that to laugh at. Like I said, man, like, again, you and me are, are fortunate enough to know a lot about food and, and the preparation and what goes into making it and stuff like that. And there's people who just don't have any of that knowledge and they don't know where their next meal is coming from. Mm -hmm. And food insecurity is something that not just students suffer from, but it, in adulthood, man, like some people don't know when they're going to get their next meal, you know? Right. And a lot of it's again, economic based on, you know, jobs or if they're able to have a job, you know, it, it's a bad, it's a bad way to look at it. it. It's really sad and disheartening for sure, but we can always use it as inspiration to, you know, try to make changes and, try to do bigger things with our with our you know roles and responsibilities yeah yeah well listen dude i'm not gonna well I'm way not... to make me feel like an asshole no, right? as i overindulge as smorgasbord no and now we're no talking about starving, not at all dude not starving all. children we're you not did this on purpose not talking like about jerk. not talking about the homeless guy you kicked on the way into smorgasbord that is that is not accurate <laughs> <laughs> but i'm not gonna lend this end on a on a on a sad note so what i'm gonna do is uh tell you guys a little bit about something going on um, that's happening through the end of the year. And Harris, I'm sure you're familiar with the television show Breaking Bad. Never heard of it. Oh, well, let me tell you all about it. How much time do you got? There's actually a cool wrap-up. <laughs> There's a cool wrap-up. Have you seen that two-minute uh, Jesse Pinkman wrap-up from Jimmy Kimmel? No. Yeah, well, I'll play it for you as soon as you get out of here. And when you hear this, you, we'll take a brief pause so you can go Google it and find it. <laughs> well, um, Breaking Bad was a groundbreaking series that did very well, and they actually had one pop up already a couple years ago. Do you remember Los Pueblos Hermanos? Hermanos yeah. Did you go? I did not. I don't think we were hanging out back then, were we? Nah, uh, probably not, not too much. I think we know. I barely we... like you now. <laughs> hey, listen, you're not the only one, dude. I can give you a list. Anyways, yeah. So I went to the Pueblos Hermanos one. Did you? I didn't. Okay. No. It was kind of. I will say this. It was, it was uh, very, it was very simple. Didn't they only have fries? That's exactly yeah. what I was getting to. They only had fries, and it was literally just like a storefront. Like I, they did really didn't have a kitchen in the back. It was just fryers. And uh, so what they did is they they handed out some cool stickers, whatever, blah blah blah. But this one seems to be a little bit more involved. This is another pop up that they're having. And it's here in L.A. And you can very easily find it online. You just go to thebreakingbadexperience.com. Look, tickets are 30 bucks. It's a little expensive. But it's it provides more than the original pop-up for Pollos Hermanos. They actually have the RV there. There's They actually serve food. There's a menu you can order from so and stuff for like 30, that. So what do you get for 30 bucks? The Breaking Bad Experience. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been. I haven't been, but I've seen <laughs> I've seen it online and I've seen photos and it looks pretty cool. You make reservations online. It takes about an hour and a half to get in because there's always a line for these things. I don't even know if I'd be willing to wait for an hour and a half. Ooh, man, you better use some some pool. Yeah, pool, right? Well, you here's know, what I was thinking. Someone. Here's what I was thinking. Tell them we have a podcast. Uh, if, if we go, if we go, if we go in a group, if we go in a group, we'll make someone stand in line. The rest of the group can go down the street to. Uh, wait, no, what's that place called? The really good Shake Shack. Okay. And get a bunch of stuff, bring it back, and eat it while we're waiting in line. And then we'll spend another thirty dollars to go in there and take some Instagram pictures. Well, guess what? Because by the time we get inside, we're going to be hungry again, so we're going to be able to eat. It and sounds like this, I, there's more and more of these this Instagram. It's all for the gram, ops. dude. It's all for the gram, and they all love it, too. I'm good. <laughs> I'd be down to go. I'd be down to go if I didn't have to wait. Like, if we went right now, there would be no line. Yeah, and I have no. I don't have $30. Well, <laughs> so there's that no on pay, both ends there, right? Pay, yeah, listen, I don't have 30 bucks either. But if anyone wants to take us. Shoot, let's put in a media request. I'm sure that's We can do that. I'm sure we can. Harris, what are your socials, dude? You can find me 
at uh, Hungry Harris LA on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at Old Man Ruben, just throw in some underscores in between those words, on Instagram and Twitter. Cool. Um, the food and beverage department, we're on Instagram. We're, uh, we finally have a like a makeshift logo. Yes, we'll be putting that out soon. We got a logo. I like the logo. It I mean, looks cool. I, yeah, I mean, it's... We're not done with it. We're no, not it's, done it's with it. It's definitely a working logo. It's, it's a work it's, in progress. It's a placeholder. But... Well, we got to start throwing some pictures on there, man. I have... You know what I did find? Mm-hmm. The uh, lists from the beer flights at Brewery X. Oh, let's throw those up on there. Yeah, I got those. Um, I took a picture of the sandwich I made the other day. Oh. That's... You know what I'm thinking? I don't think I remember the password, so I... <laughs> Damn it. Now I got to email someone over at Instagram. But uh, yeah, the food and beverage department on Instagram. We'll have some content up there soon. Soon. Yeah. And I'm trying to get a Twitter, but it's harder than I thought it was going to be. It's not. I don't know what you're doing. What are you doing? I don't know, probably anyway, clearly not the right conversation thing. Conversation for after the show. All right, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for joining us again. Bye, everybody.